Hello. I'm Adina. I'm Madison. Welcome to our Doctor Who podcast. Welcome. Yes, welcome. So, today we're going to be reviewing The Dark Invasion of Earth. Yes. Story number 10. Story number 10. Series 2, episode 2. Ten episodes? Six episodes? Six episodes. Not ten episodes. That would be terrifying. You'd give yourself a heart attack. We've got that to come with things like The Chase and The Dark Master Plan. Oh, God. Okay, yeah. But but until then, until then, six parter. So it's uh, another Terry Nation one? Yes, the Daleks are back. The Daleks are back. Middle of Dal- Dalek mania must be heating up at this point in the 60s. Yes. And everyone's going, wow, be. these Daleks are cool. Let's get some action figures of those. We want to see those again. So Let's put them in London. So it's the first returning first returning monster. Oh, and it's not back even that long end. after they're back for their first in the first time. Yes, of course, for me, they've been back already because I listened to Return of Scarrow. Ah, but that wasn't written at the same time, no. was it? No. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. No. Fair Although, enough. whether it came back in things like comics or not, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But still. So, uh, what do you what do you know about the episode? Well, I have a vague feeling. I have may have watched it like years and years ago. But if not, I have watched the Peter Cushing movie, so I do know the vague <laughs> structure of the story. Okay. Um, obviously, there's the, there are some details between the two, but I do vaguely know that. Okay. I think I definitely have seen episode one, but it's set in the future, isn't it? Yes. Very grim and. It's like twenty one fifty or some time around then. Okay. I think when I used to hear this story, I kind of thought it was set in the 60s. I wasn't really... I was a bit confused. I was okay. like, why does no one ever mention it in current Doctor Who and stuff? Mm. It's been like, remember the time the Daleks invaded, you know, that first time? But it's yeah. not like that, is it? It's a proper invasion. Yeah. And... Just so happens everyone's dressed up as if they're in the 60s, yeah. but it's actually in the future. It's potentially why I got confused. It's because I saw screen grabs and was like, huh? Because it looked like it was, you know, 60s yeah. London or whatever. Yeah. I need to edit, like, the shard in the background or something. Yeah, cool. yeah. Some uh, some hovercraft going overhead. Yeah. yeah. Um, other than that, um, I haven't seen it. Um, hopefully, it'll be a good Dalek one. Would you say it's a good Dalek one? Do you know much about it? If it's, uh... I can't remember to be honest. Like okay. in terms of, it's got Daleks in. So... Well, I suppose yeah, that's your favourite thing. So yeah, I love Daleks. <laughs> well, I suppose we'll go we'll... we a while yet before the mask turns up. I like yeah. the Daleks and the mask. Fair enough. But... Series th- yeah, no, with the Doctor, with Doctor Number Three, you can have a great time. He's always mm. in at the he's master. He's in like every, every episode. He is it like a series, like in every episode, he's he's, he's the yeah. villain. It hasn't the story hasn't started until you know some random guy pulls his mask off and goes. <laughs> you have been my naive, my dear oh, Doctor. My dear Doctor, you have been naive. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and the story's called like Attack of the Master. or something. <laughs> it's like episode four. He turns up. And yes. Oh, yeah. oh, here we go. So uh, do you think it'll be the same with this? It probably will be, won't it? It'll be like nothing, and then the last minute will be, and the Daleks here, then and then, and you go. God knows. God knows. Yeah. But yeah, I suppose we'll um we'll go ahead, go and watch these. Yeah, we'll go give it a watch. Yeah, we'll we'll see you see you back here when we finished. Yeah. See right. you soon. Bye. Bye. Hello. Hello. And we're back. We're back. Yes, it's it's been a little while since we uh since we last recorded. Yeah. A couple, we, of, a couple of weeks later than usual. Yeah, we started um watching and then Yes. Finished watching. Life, life has got in the way. Life got in the way, yeah. yeah. As well as it does usually, so we thought about it, we mulled it over, stared out across the cliffs, out into the ocean, thinking about it. Yes. And now we're ready to give our Yeah. We're our review. looking out longingly like a sailor's wife for Susan who's gone now. <laughs> Going, oh, yes. it's, it's five doctors, it's so long away till she's back again. 
Anyway. Time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so let's. I think we should jump into the synopsis of this episode. Sure. TARDIS Wikia. I'll give it a read. So, um, this is the uh, Dalek invasion of Earth. And um, we've got the TARDIS returns to London. However, it's the 22nd century. With bodies in the river and quiet in the Docklands, the city is a very different place. The Daleks have invaded and it's up to the Doctor to fought them once again. Short and sweet? Yeah, it's a good synopsis. Some, this, the website is very temperamental. Sometimes it gives the entire thing away and sometimes yeah. it's just a synopsis, as it should be. A mm. teaser. Yeah. But you have in the Radio Times, you know. Yeah, you're all tuning in this week. Ooh, I'll tune in this week, exactly. It's quite a famous one, isn't it? Yes. I've seen yeah. I've seen a lot of clips from it and pictures of especially the Daleks going through London and stuff, it's a Yeah, it's quite funny. I think I've got that as a as a fact actually to do with um them going around and like when they get new Dalek designs they always recreate those shots for the Radio Times. <laughs> yes. Going down London Bridge sort of thing. Yeah, that no, was pretty uh it was pretty creepy. But overall I, I quite enjoyed this this um this six part. What, what did you think? What are your overall yeah, thoughts? Overall I I thought some of the some of the, the way they had location and stuff, and they, they don't normally have location this early on, but they had location here. Yeah. They had Daleks going along by Nelson's column and all this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, they were in London quite a bit, to be fair, yeah. That was quite good. And the Susan stuff before she left, it actually had it in the episode that they had a bit of a relationship and a romance. Yeah, her and you, you, you were literally just expecting a, a bye, bye, grandfather. I was Lula, where right at the end they just go, all right, bye, I'm staying here. So, oh, okay, but, then. Now, to be fair, it did lead up a good couple of episodes. There was actually some character development, and it was a bit like, oh, okay, I could I could see this coming if I was if I didn't know this was happening. Hmm. So, um, I think we'll jump into episode one then. Yeah, sure, we'll jump into episode one. World's End. I don't want to boast, but we might be somewhere in London. You brought us a long way around, Doctor. More by good luck than judgment. We've abandoned all of it. I don't believe we're anywhere near your time. No sound of birdsong, no voices, not even the chimes of old Big Ben. What's happened to London, dear boy, is more to the point. We've got to get out of here. Quick, follow me. You know, I want to get away from here. Don't you want to know what's happened to it? No. When I give the word, turn and dive in the water. We are the masters of Earth. Okay, so we start in London. 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 22nd century. It's um, very em- empty, desolate. Uh, there's a body. No, it's not a body. Oh, a robo man appears. A robo man appears and walks into the water. Drowns and drowns. Sounds. It's a great opening, really. I thought, wow. So, I'm like, okay, well, what's going on here? Yeah, it looks like they did. light hearted last week, where it's yeah. like, a lady in the countryside. Yes. Solves a murder, sort of thing. Well, it's still a murder. It's not like light hearted. suicide. Yes. Yeah, it's quite effective, the whole the setting of the scene. It's. It does look really empty. It's quite eerie, especially when they have mm. shots of London later on. It's just, it's it's not. We're not used to seeing it like that. I suppose with like no traffic, no people, no nothing. It's yeah. just empty and silent, aside from Daleks. Which is, you probably wouldn't be able to do that these days, would you? In terms no. of film, maybe during the pandemic. Maybe. Yeah, true. I think from what they've, from what I've reading, they did it at like six o'clock on a Sunday morning. <laughs> That's because That's otherwise, good, yeah. you know, you would have traffic, which I suppose would be the same now. Yeah, no, I think even now, because of course you'd have, you know, planes going over, you'd have everything, where I suppose back yeah. then it was a bit different. But anyway, at first, the crew think the Doctor has got them home. They're like, ah, yes. finally, London! Yeah, good job. And they're good all job. ignoring, there's this big sign behind them that says, <laughs> do, do not, not dump, um, do not dump bodies into the river. And they're all ignoring it, it's they're right behind the TARDIS. Um, oh, wow, and uh, I say, I know, is that Ian's going, um, 
like, hello, hello out there. Going, oh, we're <laughs> home. And I was going, well, he doesn't know London very well. No. London's going to go, hello there. Back again or whatever. And <laughs> no. go, shut up, mate. Shut up, you twat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Susan does not take long to uh, hurt her ankle while pissing about. She starts yes. to climb a wall, <laughs> falls off. And causes mm-hmm. the collapse of the bridge Shame that traps the TARDIS. Those are the TARDIS, and they're all trapped now. They they're can't go in the back in the TARDIS. Yes, so the, um, Barbara stays with Susan, because she's got a bad ankle, while the boys head across the river to a warehouse. I think they're going to go try and find her some equipment or something. I think, to be honest with you, they're just, you know, it's a way to split up the two groups in this case. And they're kind of a bit, finding it a bit strange that London is so quiet. Because mm. there's no one around. They haven't seen anyone yet. By this point, they have gone on something, you know, something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, and this gets more wrong when they find a dead body in the warehouse. Um, yeah, it was a man with a weird metal hat, which is the same as the Robo-Man that um, died at the beginning of the episode. Yes, but yes. they didn't see. No, they didn't see that, no. But yeah, they Doctor pretty much goes, like, this is a transceiver. I don't know what the hell's going on, but there's something mm. controlling these people. But this man's dead now. Yes. I think there's someone else running around as well, but they don't see him. No, they don't see him. It's a bit, a bit of a cat and mouse situation. In there. They kind of hear noises and they try to chase him. Um, but they end up, I think he nearly falls through a ceiling or something. Oh, at yeah, point. and helps him up. Yeah, they man- eventually they just leave and go, I don't know what that was, we'll go back to the girls. Meanwhile, Barbara and Susan. Barbara, she goes to get some water from the river, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah, because of Susan's some ankle. Water for your ankle. Let's get some lovely sewage water from the. With dead bodies in. Yes. About. It'd be great for your ankle. So she goes in, that's where there's gunshots. Mm-hmm. And a man comes up and goes, Quick, come, come with me, you're going to get shot. Yeah. She goes, I can't leave my friend. And she says, like, don't worry, we'll get your friend. So they all run off and they kind of all head to some underground base. They run for quite a while, don't they, actually? Yeah. There's quite a lot of running going around. and yeah, it's... Following this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they end up they end up um, taking him to the rebel base. While the Doctor and Ian, meanwhile, they see a metal saucer in the sky as they travel back from the um, warehouse to the river where the TARDIS is. Um, I don't think they realise what it is at the time, but they're like, this is something bad. Yeah. I don't know if they know if it's a Dalek saucer or not. Probably no, they not. Don't immediately seem to have worked that out. No, they're like, uh oh. But they arrive back and the girls are gone. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. So like, they, they, we've we'll wait us. here. We'll hope that they'll return. We've also got, I think we've got a little bit of where they, they meet all the rebels and stuff, don't they? There's a rebel leader who's making a bomb, and then there's this lady called Jenny and stuff. So they have all that going on. At, yeah, there's, the rebels yeah, at yeah, the same there's time. a bit, a bit of rebel back, backstory development, but it's. In so then back with the doctor and Ian, they get surrounded by robo men. They do. Dun 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 dun. And they say, You're not meant to be here. You're going to die and Doctor and Ian go, Wait, let's let's run. When I say run, run. <laughs> right, run. And they do and they turn and a Dalek emerges from the Thames. Like a mermaid. Like a mermaid. Da la la Birds fluttering around it. What a beautiful mermaid there. <laughs> no doctor, don't get lured into the sea. That's a Dalek. Yes. No, so that's the cliffhanger. Dun, dun, that's dun, a cliffhanger. dun. Dalek. Dun, 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 dun. Dalek emerging from the water. James Brewer, we were to his Bond moment there. Daniel Craig moment. Hmm. Maybe his eyes still there. Water dripping mm-hmm. down his Dripping pecs. down its balls. <laughs> and the doctor and wow. Indian going, wow. Doctor's biting his lip, going, oh my god. Look at that. Jesus. Dalek. You took this to another level there. <laughs> <laughs> and, I know you like Daleks, but. <laughs> <laughs> too much. Yeah, so it was a pretty good, pretty good opener, I thought. Yeah, there was. Um, it was quite like a. It was quite atmospheric, isn't it? As a part, it's like a yeah. each in a marine, Like these early ones are quite. Um, one story does like one thing. It's, it's useful it, for us because well we paced, can. Yeah. You can look at each episode and go, "Oh, this is what happened in this episode." Yeah. It's the 
the exploring the strange place episode, and yeah. the next one is a meeting the rebels. And splitting up episode, as there always is. Yeah, yeah. splitting. Getting them blocked off from the TARDIS. That's our thing. In the first two minutes. They should just arrive and just chuck the key away and just get over yeah. it at that point. What are you doing, Doctor? Well, it needs to happen anyway, so yeah, how, else we gonna, how else are we going to have an adventure? Off we go. Okay. How are we going to get the key back? It will come back eventually. That's what it always does. Um, I mean, I don't, <laughs> if we weren't trapped, I wouldn't be trying to help people, you know? Exactly. How... You fool. You fool. Yeah, no, that, that, massive, that massive poster did make me laugh about the whole the bodies being dumped in the thing. It was right next to the TARDIS, but it took both groups a long time to see them, to see it mm. and go, hang on a minute, Doctor, this can't be... This isn't and right. And kind of sits there, looks at the sounds on the skips, and is like, Doctor, can't have a look at this. And he's like too far away and goes, hmm, what's this, my boy? Oh. Oh, these massive letters about warning of dead bodies in the river. Interesting. Interesting. Is mm. it a band playing nearby? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was quite funny. Have you got any uh, facts or bits and bobs? Yes, episode? I have a few notes, like throughout the story, that Ooh, you don't mind me saying as well as facts. Sure, sprinkle them in. Sprinkle them in. Okay, so early on, when they first arrive, Ian says, "You've got us here, back home. We went the long way round, which is oh. your face is lit up. It's you hear it a lot in Stephen Moffat's era of Doctor Who, in such as." They have the Doctor and stuff, and they goes the long way around to Gallifrey, and the Tenth Doctor is takes the long way around, well, thinks he's going to take the long way around in The Girl in the Fireplace. Twelfth Doctor, you know, does the long way around, breaking the thing. It's a reused phrase, so whether he's taking it from this, I'm not sure, but... Possibly. Possibly, but... He's a fanboy. And it, it later becomes William Hartnell's last, well, date for the first Doctor's last words in the Twice Upon a Time. No way. It's a long way around, and then he regenerates. Oh, damn. So yeah, you didn't tell it. me the first Doctor regenerates. It's a bit of a spoiler. spoiler. Oh my god! <laughs> oh dear. This is also the one where the first Doctor says to Susan, "You know, better stop moaning, or I'll give you a jolly good smack bottom." <laughs> oh yeah, I remember which that. yeah gets, comes back in Twice Upon a Time. So I wonder if when he was writing Twice Upon a Time, he even watched this episode and was like, Maybe. "Okay, I'm going to include those two lines." Potentially. So for facts for this one, so mm-hmm. the working titles with for this were Daleks Threaten Earth. Okay. The Invaders, the mm. Daleks 2, the Return of the Daleks, mm. the Daleks in Europe, Ooh. and Daleks, too fast, too not neither. Daleks, Electric Boogaloo, The Empire Strikes Back. I'm not, <laughs> I've got to admit, I think they went for the right one. Dark Invasion of Earth. I mean, the Return of the Daleks isn't bad, was that an actual one or was that just... You make it out? Yeah, the Return oh. of the Daleks. Daleks in Europe is the last actual one. I thought you were doing a Star Wars one there. Another the Sith. Uh, oh, because Return of the Jedi. Oh. Well, whatever. No. It doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> it does. It does matter. <laughs> it does not matter. Anyway, <laughs> so, you know, the Dark Invasion of Earth is pretty, pretty, good, pretty good shout. Yes. So this was filmed in the same block as Planet of the Giants, and they wanted to swap these two round, but of course they couldn't because Susan left. Yes. They wanted to start with a dramatic, high-budget episode, mm. they could not because of the way they filmed it. So the episode... It's... The last story, The Daleks, the first one, started with 6.4 million views, this last series. Yes. And then as it went along, everyone was like, oh my god, these Daleks are great. And it had 10.4 right by the end of the million views by the end. By the end of the thing. Yeah. This one started with 12.4 million views because the Uh, hype was massive. This is Dalek Dalek mania. Yeah. It was going, Daleks are back. You gotta watch this. Yes. And the line that Jolly Good Smacked Bottom is unscripted. Oh dear! So we'll that in. Oh lord! 
it's not a good bit of improvisation there that you can be like, I did that. I did that. I had that in. <laughs> anyway, yeah, those are my those are my facts. Lovely. Episode uh, one. Okay, we'll move on to episode two then. Episode two, the Daleks. Daleks on Earth. Doctor, how do Leave this to me, dear boy. Obey us or die. And just who are you to condemn us to death? Hmm? We're going to make an attack on that saucer. You mean if the attack's successful, we'll find you and my grandfather anyway. There aren't that many Daleks on Earth, so they operated on some of their prisoners and turned them into robots. We'll come out of our hiding place. This bomb will shatter the casing of the Daleks. One victory will set this country alight. The Dalek, with his robot men, accomplices, captures you know, the Doctor. The Doctor makes a big speech about how he's going to fight against the Daleks, and the Daleks will never conquer Earth. So the Dalek <laughs> says, we are the masters of Earth, we have already succeeded. Come with us. <laughs> Come with us, you're a prisoner now. So they take them, yes. they get taken away to the Dalek ship. Yes, they get taken to... It's an airbase, I think. It's like the... It's like the uh, Dal- Where the saucer landed, I think. Yeah, it's, just like, it's like one of the Daleks' um, quite big ground bases in London. Back in the rebel camp, we have um, Susan and Barbara being put to work. It's by, apparently uh, Jenny and whatnot. Yes, Barbara. I think they're cooking, aren't they? I don't know. I think so. There's Can't some, some weird gender stuff going on there. Gender yeah. rules. But anyway, um, basically, the rebels are planning strike backs. Um, and also, this is where we learn that the whole world has been affected. Yes, they, and they drop that. It's like, or is this maybe later in the episode? But they drop that. It's like Africa, Asia, South America, and whatnot have all been. They're gone. They're yeah, all wiped they're, out. Yeah, because they they say like they say like have you have you you heard anything from the you know the guys over in thingy? Said oh no, they've not responded in weeks, so we think they've gone. So yeah, yeah, it's a pretty bleak situation all over the world. So we got this leader of the the rebels is creating an acid bomb to destroy the Daleks. Yes, he hasn't tested it, of course, because there's no Daleks to test it on. But he's like, it will work. Take it, you know. We need to strike back. Rookie mistake. You should always test it. Oh yeah, always test. But anyway, yeah, so he and the Doctor have been taken to a Dal- the Dalek saucer. They've been imprisoned in there. And um, this is where the transfer takes place. The transfer? The transfer. I've got that in quote marks. That's what they call it. It's where the Daleks turn their human prisoners into robo-men. Dun, dun, dun. Not good at all. Yeah. So apparently the procedure cannot be reversed. And most robo-men go mad, throwing themselves into the river and off of the buildings... This leads to the first scene we saw yes. with the robot man killing himself. Mm. Yes. Here is where the Doctor and Ian discuss how on earth the Daleks are alive. Oh, yes. Last time we saw yeah. them, they were dead. This and is the true. Doctor says this is actually earlier in their history. That's where he theorises. Oh, and they've not yes. died yet. It's mm. quite interesting. Um, and then Ian points out that they've got radar dishes on their backs. Doctor thinks that they're being transmitted energy, which explains how they can move around on non-static floors. Oh, of course, they're not um, dodgems anymore, are they? No, they're not dodgems. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh that that's what they were before. They were literally dodgems. Yeah, powered by dodgems. Yeah. Um, so they they kind of really took the uh, time to write these little bits in, and like, this is this is why it's not. This is how it's changed. Yeah, especially as it's a conversation they probably would have. They'd be like, "Doctor, how are they here? We've defeated yeah. them." It's, it felt more, it didn't feel like it was an explanation just for viewers. It was an actually again going, well, we've never seen them before. Hmm. Again, you know, this is... The Doctor will get used to this, obviously, seeing them again and again and again, but this is the yeah. first time they've popped up. The again. second time, exactly. So he's like, huh, maybe it's an earlier version of them. Who knows, you know? 
Um, yes, also, they've got a new cellmate, Craddock. I think it's him who explains about the situation here. He does, he says, yeah. He's, well, you yeah. know, ten years ago, the Earth was bombarded by meteorites, and there was a plague, and then the Daleks invaded, and the Daleks went full. You know, here's some meteorites and viruses and whatever. Yeah, they did it quite well, really. They destroyed cities and killed thousands of people, turned humans against each other. So they did a whole divide and conquer thing. Mm. They had a great invasion, and that was a while ago. So, um, and apparently they're digging for something in the yes. Earth's core. In Bedfordshire, I think. Yes, Bedfordshire. Whatever that means. I don't know if it's a high point for digging. I don't know if it's a low point. Maybe it's the lowest point in the country. Who knows? Who knows? I don't think it. I think one of the things I've heard is that it's. It's just, it's, a, it's just a place. It just is, and everyone's like, "Well, why are they digging there?" Because they always we go in Bedfordshire. They should have said, "Well, maybe just up north or something." If it didn't have to be Bedfordshire, but yeah, then you might be able to wiggle it to somewhere. Yeah, it's Bedfordshire. Why? Why not? It's like, okay. okay. <laughs> they did. They did the whole. They did the, the, the globe thing, and they spun it like spin it, spin it, spin it. Really fast. They went for a dart. They put a blindfold on for yeah. a dart. Right, ready, ready, yeah. stop. And then another Bedford one was like, sure. "You idiot! This this is a rubbish place." And I was just too too cocky, too too proud to change his mind. He was like, "No, I've made the decision now. We're sticking with it." Yeah, I mean, was it's better than most places? Anyway, so the doctor here is is quite doctory. Yes, that makes sense to anyone. Him, Ian, and Craddock devise a way to escape the cell. It seems the cell has been set up in a way to test the prisoners. Their intelligence. Yeah, so there's like some kind of magnet doofer. You pull the magnet out and then use it to open the doors and things, and they, there's a whole. Thing. It's a bit of a test, yeah. So the doctor's going into full like teacher mode, and he's like, this is how we do this, and this, and this. He goes, haha, we're out. The Daleks goes, well done, you come with us now. <laughs> yeah, this all three, like, three Daleks just glide straight in and go, you've escaped, or quote unquote, escaped. Well done. <laughs> Pass the test. Now come with us. Ro- now become a robot. So they take him, they take the doctor away. Yeah, become a robot man. Yeah, yeah. Ian and Craddock are just, just like get back, back in the cell. Yeah, there you go. And Try again. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna mix it up. Yeah, um, I don't really know what they did there, but alas, so the doctor is now gonna be turned into a robot man. Great if it's changed into something like a memory game or something. Where if I turn this card and there's some heart, and this one, oh, this one's got something else on it. That's a heart. That's a thing. Oh, there we go. I just keep doing that until they pass. Yes. But anyway, back with the rebels, so they're gearing up for an assault. So they they've wanted to push back for a while, and after speaking to Barbara and Susan, they realise that um, and their other man who was in the warehouse that was one of them, David. Said, David, it was David, wasn't it? David Campbell. David one. Campbell. Yes, the appearance. He's important. He is very important. Remember that name. Remember that name. I'll remember it for you. Don't worry. We'll remember it. <laughs> but anyway, yes. So they know that the um, that. Ian and the Doctor were taken by the Daleks, and they were like, well, everyone that's taken by the Daleks at the moment um, being taken to this heliport, so let's assault it. So, We've got these new bombs, we can do a full frontal assault, let's be bold, let's do this. I think Barbara as well points out, it goes, wait, you've got these old Robomen helmets, and they go, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, well, you know, the bombs alone might not be enough, but if we pretend to be Robomen, we can sneak in and, and then blow it up. And they're like, oh yeah, there's twice surprise, double surprise. That's- exactly. Let's do it. Yes, so as the Doctor is being hooked up to this... Poor Doctor, they're manhandling him. Oh, they are really badly, yeah. We're going, oh, poor him. He's this little old man. I know. And he's going, get off me, please. And they're (laughs) chucking him on the table. Putting him on this table for this transfer. Beating him up. I know. And as it's it's whirring up, the uh, Daleks go, what is going on? And the saucer is being attacked. Rebels run in and throw their grenades that 
don't seem to explode. No, they don't. I think they're meant to release acid that kind of meant to dissolve the Dalek cases, was the idea. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it... I don't think they're meant to be explosives, otherwise they just hurt people. They don't want to hurt people. They want to get through the Dalek casings. Yeah. So it's they seem to release gas, but they don't actually seem to be doing anything. They seem to annoy the Daleks. The Daleks are a bit panicked. Daleks they, sort of twitch around. Yeah, but they don't. It doesn't break apart through. From the, apart from the cardboard cutout Daleks all lined up at the back, they just seem to stand still. They're, oh, yeah. they're unfazed. I mean, yeah, fair enough. I would be too if I was a cardboard dark. <laughs> I was just sitting at the back like, I'm not getting involved. <laughs> if, we, if we stay still, no one will see us. <laughs> and that is the cliffhanger. Yes, that's a good one. I think inside, they wrote, a robe man goes, should I go and help? They all talk like that, by the way. That's not just me. They go, <laughs> shall I go and help with the attack and the Daleks, the the, need, the the black Daleks, the first one? Yes. He goes, no, we must continue robotizing the Doctor. And they do. And that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. A little note on this one. There's, there's still no exterminate being said, but actually that does come later. But the, um, yes. the radiation beam is there. And um, the Daleks are a lot more mobile, so they're a bit more. Yeah, they really were flying out of that saucer. Oh, they yeah. were, weren't they? At the, the ramp. ramp. Whee! Flying out. Yeah, it's great. Push me again. Yeah, here we go. Whoa. <laughs> it's much more than what topple over. <laughs> Poor. Uh, Imagine the people, people inside it just putting their little legs up and trying to run along. Yeah. Do you think it was sped up camera footage or. I don't know. No, I don't, I don't know. I think so. I think there were robot men walking around. Yeah, fair enough. So, have you got any uh, notes or bits and bobs for this episode? So, this is the episode we have Jenny, who is one of the rebels. Yes. Now, she is... Um, bit of a knob. Bit of a knob. She's, just... she's world-weary. She's quite hardened to everything. But anyway, quite interesting. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> she's a bit of a knob. She's a bit of a knob. She's yeah. like, yeah, well, leave him to die. You leave know, him we, to die. We haven't got enough supplies. What are you doing? Are you going to do anything? you got to prove your worth? Otherwise, get the hell out of here. Yeah, she's yeah. very... Yeah, that sort of thing. But anyway, originally, in the original script, she was intended to become the next companion. Oh. Well, here's the thing. Her role mutated who she was as a character for quite a while. Oh. Um, she was originally scripted as a character called Seda, a 15-year-old Indian girl who would have snuck on board the TARDIS when the original script was to do with the Indian mutiny. Okay. By Terry Nation, he had... He wanted to do that next. Then the Daleks were really popular, and he said, we need another Dalek story. And he was like, okay, I'll do that instead. Uh-huh. So he kind of get the idea. And this is something that Barbara will later mention, will bring up in one of the stories. She also mentions the Indian mutiny in this in this uh, way. The, but the actress for this character is Anne Davies, was married to Richard Bryars. It's interesting fact there. Who's Richard Bryars? The actor. From The Good Life. Anything else? He was in an episode of Torchwood. You're, you probably recognise. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, so that's my facts for episode two. Okay, I suppose episode three is up next. Yeah, episode three. Day of Reckoning. They are retreating! Your bombs were useless, Dalton. We haven't a chance. The Doctor and Ian, they were in that saucer. You don't exactly choose the easiest or the safest way to travel, do you? We could go to the ship and get away from here. We could go to a place I've never even heard of Daleks. This is my planet. I just can't run off and see what it's like in Venus. I suggest that as soon as I'm able to walk again, we should travel north. He couldn't have gone outside. Oh, he wouldn't be so stupid. He's going to try it out for himself. Okay, so back in with episode three, and the bombs are useless. They don't work. 
they don't work. And the rebels are going, oh no. You, sh- you should have tested it. You should have tested it. So they're legging it. Of course, the guy who created the bombs didn't actually come with them because he's in a wheelchair. He yes. is probably... I think he was from an injury, from a Dalek. I don't know. Whatever the reason. He's in a wheelchair, so he's not very mobile, so he didn't go on the assault. So he's not there to see the failure of his bomb. But all the rebels are being shot down and it's chaos. They're all running in different directions trying to escape this, you know, killing ground, basically. Um... So it's a pretty unfair fight now, because the Daleks obviously got their beams of death and the Resistance have got yeah. nothing. The Resistance do manage a victory, though. They manage to save the Doctor. They do. Yes, he's unconscious. But they, but they do get him out before he's turned into Robo Man. So that's good. Ian is still trapped on board. Yes. He, um, yeah, he doesn't get out in time, so he pretty much has to kind of back back up the ramp, and he, um, he hides in there. So that's Ian off. <laughs> um, it does take off, actually, doesn't it, as well? Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying, you know, he's always getting trapped in things and carried he does, away. He does, yeah. Yeah. So the resistance pull out, um, but a lot of, a lot of people are killed. Um Barbara gets taken by Jenny back to the original base. Um the Doctor and Susan aren't there. So I think it's Doctor Susan and David, aren't they? Go we must go. Yes, yeah, they they've gone into like a different um different direction because it's absolute chaos everywhere, basically. They're trying to get back, mm. get somewhere without getting shot by Daleks because everyone's kind of scattered into different um, directions. Um, so the few remaining survivors start to head to another resistance base, hoping the others will show up there. So this is Bar- Barbara, Jenny, and the dude who made the bomb. But yes, back on the saucer, it's taken off. Um, Ian encounters a Roboman and Craddock, the old cellmate. Um, yes. They take out the Roboman, hide the body, and they go into an air vent situation. That's pretty much all I can describe it as here. They go, let's hide. That the sorcerer is in flight, we'll see where we land. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. But now we jump to Susan and David. Susan and David. And mm. they're, they're chatting about stuff. It seems at this point, Susan has explained to David... I think this is the point where she explains to David already that she's a time traveller from somewhere else. Because I think yes. in their conversation, she just kind of drops. Well, of course, I'm not from this world. And he's like, oh yeah, something yeah. like that. And you go, oh, but anyway, they're, they're chatting and they're building a bit of a... Oh, just a little bit of a relationship. A yeah. relationship starting here. Yeah. There's a spark between There was them. a bit of a spark. He kind of... They a bit of a, a DMC. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's get out of it. I'll grab this thing. And they both go to grab it and their hands touch. And they go, oh, <laughs> sorry. I, I was going to carry the supplies. The tin of beans or whatever. Oh, dear. He's like, yeah. oh, my. I'm sorry. She, she's very much... I think that's, whatever, whatever gets mentioned, he kind of says back to her that sometimes you have to stop running. So yes. Sometimes you've got to s- stay in... Stay and you know rebuild. I suppose she's like, how how are you even gonna carry on after this? Even if we get out with this bit alive, you know, don't we? You know, we could take you, you with us. Go? Just come, you know, you could just run. He's like, you can't run forever. You gotta you know face what's going on. Yeah, so it's a, it's a nice bit of setup there. This is where a dude comes in, some chap. He has a bit of a chat with them, but then when he goes, he gets killed. Yes, quickly. well, he he's, he's got the, the doctor. doctor. Oh, he drops the doctor off. He drops the doctor off. Yeah, he's the one who saved uh, the doctor. I see. And then, yes. and, and then, yes, and then he gets himself killed. Dies immediately. Yeah. So the three are now together, but they manage to stay out of sight. Um, this is, I'm, I'm assuming this was, they, they do stay in this area for quite a long time. This is due to the doctor's so. injury, isn't it? Yeah. Well, not the doctor's injury, William Hartnell's injury. Yes. Yes. Which I'll cover in a moment. Yeah, so they kind of, they stay in this location as a threesome for quite a oh, while. Quite and a bit. Yeah. So, then, yeah. But meanwhile, Barbara, Jenny, and Dortmund, I believe, are. They travel a lot, as we said, across London, and they mm-hmm. end up in this new base, which is a museum. Yes. I think. Mm-hmm. And they get set up in here. There's no one else there. They're like, damn it. You know, 
we need to move forward then. Let's, you know, we need to get to Bedfordshire, the mine the Daleks are digging, and we need to take this, take the fight to them. Um, and the guy who created the bombs decides to sacrifice himself. Yeah. To prove that they work, but they don't work. Just, you know, I think they work a little They might he, work a little gives bit. some notes to Barbara and says, here's my name, yeah, just give it to your friend. True, yeah, and then, and then as they're not looking, he rolls himself out the door and, um, yeah, goes, Daleks, come here! Throws a bomb at them and he gets Takes shot. Out and he dies. Yeah, so Jenny and Barbara are on their own now and they have to make their way north. They decide to head to Bedfordshire. Yes, to Bedfordshire. Because there's a nice air- Airbnb that, I mean, because uh, <laughs> it's a good place to dig. Yes, and Susan, the Doctor and David are also going to be heading north. But they're, again, pretty much staying in the same place because, you yeah. know, the Doctor's injury. Well, William Hartnell's injury. Um, back on the Dark Saucer, it's landed. And Ian and Craddock come out of their hiding place and decide to make a run for it. Yes, and the they're Daleks at the mines. have a plan. The Daleks, to teach the rebels a lesson, they're going to firebomb the entirety of London. Yes. So... Where the Doctor, Susan and David, Robomen come in, place a bomb, and it ticks down. <laughs> it's a very... That's the cliffhanger. Yeah. That's... And they're going to I... blow up London. I was a bit confused by that. I, thought, I didn't realise it was blowing up London. I thought they tracked them down to there. I was like, they tracked them down to there. Why didn't they just go around and shoot them? Oh, no. I think uh... they were destroying the whole of London. It's like a... Take this. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. That'll, that'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah. So they're like, what's that mysterious ticking sound? And... Yeah, so there's quite a lot of um, running around in this one. Of course, there's three different groups of people we're following, so it's kind yeah. of a bit of a faster-paced thing. So not much, when you look at it, not much actually happens in it because there's a lot of running around and, yeah. you know, running past monuments It's basically, it's one of those episodes where they're trying to move people to the right locations ready for the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, everyone needs to go to Bedfordshire. How you get there is your own thing, but start moving. Yes. Yes. Have you got any notes or bits and bobs for this episode? Yeah, I've got some facts on this episode. So, as they're running around mm-hmm. in London, Jenny is wearing a balaclava. Is she really? Yes, which she's not wearing the rest of the episode. And this is because this is the very first thing she filmed, and she hadn't dyed her hair yet. Oh. Because they wanted her to have a different coloured hair to Susan, so people could more easily tell them apart. It's in black and white. Yes, but Susan has dark hair, and they gave her blonde hair. Okay. Well, right. you you can still get it because the hair colour difference in black and white. I suppose so, but yeah. yeah no, I suppose that so. you can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever you want to think, Alison. Okay. There, <laughs> <laughs> no, there, no, Alison. It's okay. I believe you. So, as I said earlier, lots of these shots around London were used. Mm-hmm. Iconic, such as the one for the Radio Times, which is used a lot. You see a lot. They actually, as you're going around, the landmarks are marked with Dalek graffiti. Are they really? Yes. Ah. And this was actually done with electrical tape, so it could be easily removed without damaging the the landmarks. Ah. And on when they head to the museum, the base has a sign saying "Vetoed." Okay. Which is the resistance symbol. Ah. Uh, but it was actually but the joke by production designers, designers saying if two if sets were too ambitious, they would have their their sets designs stamped, vetoed, and sent back. Ah. So they put that in. Little, little joke. Oh, they're oh, so funny. Those production, those designers. What <laughs> a riot! Hi. That's it. That's what I've got. What about the Doctor's injury? Oh yes, of course. Well, I accidentally put it on the next episode. So yeah, the Doctor, William Harnell, <laughs> he injured himself during the last episode as he's being carried off the ramp by the dude. The ramp break broke. 
the guy fell over, and Paul Newhall fell and his back landed on a metal camera stand. Yeah. And he was rushed to hospital and was temporarily paralysed. That's probably serious, actually. Um, yeah, for his leg. So they were given his time off, so in the next episode he's not in it. Mm-hmm. So he gave him some time off and he was able to carry on filming later on. Yes. Just why they kind of the, his 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 role is much reduced for these bits yeah. coming up. So I'm sure I'll get to a bit of rewriting. Yeah, yeah. Bless uh, him. Peter Trooper. Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> it's a bad one that. Yeah. So we'll move on to episode four then. Episode four: The End of Tomorrow. The Daleks think this area is in flames. I'd like to meet this man, Ashton. He can probably help me out of the camp. I need to get back to London. There is nothing heroic about dying. Dortmund hadn't thrown his life away. We would all be dead. Alligators in the sewers of London. Rebuilding a planet from the very beginning. It's a wonderful idea. But you could always help. What was that thing you saw out there? It's called a slither. Mainly it roams the mine area at night in search of food. What sort of food? People. So, we come back to Susan, David, and the Doctor looking at the bomb, going, what are we going to do? At this point, the Doctor keels over mm-hmm. and goes, oh, I'm ill, and keels over. Um, as a quick thing, he's not William Hartnell in this. He's played by someone else. Oh, uh, so this is, so he's, he, he's in hospital. He's in hospital, and this person, all he does is kind of keel over to yeah. say, oh, the Doctor's not here, and they go, oh, he's, he's unwell for an unexplained reason. I think it is explained. I think the it's process for the Rubbermen thing, Rubbermen probably. thing yeah. did something. He kind of keels over. Um, and uh, David disarms the bomb with uh, brute bomb, force yes. and acid. Acid. I didn't oh, think it was too safe, but it works. Yeah, use the bombs. Got some acid, and yeah. Yeah, that's definitely going to blow up, but apparently not. He probably just broke the whole thing open and uh, got some acid in there. Do you, think, do you think it was one bomb for the whole of London? I don't know, because that's what I was confused about. They did it, maybe. But why? very lucky that it put right there. Yeah. And, and it, it was, was very small. They didn't just drop the bomb from the saucer and just. No, pull, I don't. Blow I, the whole I don't thing think it's. Something. I think if you start to question Doctor Who like <laughs> that, it's just never going to make much sense, is it? So the Doctor, Ill, Susan, and David decide to head through the sewers. The London is swarming with Daleks, so they're going to head underground and see if they can find a safe route while the Doctor rests. Barbara and Jenny are headed off north. They steal a lorry, um, and they start racing off. And Barbara plows through some Daleks with a van. Yep, she's gone bowling. She's bowling pins. Yep. Strike. I think one explodes, doesn't it? I think so. It's proper violent. She goes straight through him. It's violent. It's too violent. Very violent. But very dramatic. Very nice. So, up north in Bedfordshire, we've got um, Ian and Craddock. They're at the quarry. Um, So they've had a bit of a sneak around to try and see what the sitch is. And um, they can see it's basically just a load of slave labour being controlled by Roman men and Daleks. Um, and that, you know, as the rebels suspected, they are digging right down into the earth. They don't know why yet, but they're doing this. They almost get captured by Robo men, but they managed to knock him out after meeting a new friend. Got a new friend here. New friend. Who's been a slave at the quarry for some time. So that's their story progressing. Nice I think he's, <laughs> he, he's quite a nice trap, isn't he? He's he's just immediately nice trap, like, yeah. go, they go, they turn up and he sees them and he's like, you don't want to do here. Quick, Quickly, put hide. Them, yeah, hide. You know, don't let them see you. Take these tools, however, and he helps them out for the rest of the thing. He's yeah, nice. which is quite good. And the, the Daleks are not happy with Barbara. I mean, no. no. So I think they take go after her with a ship, don't they? Yeah, yeah they fire the saucer at it. Not, <laughs> fi- not fire the saucer at it and do the four holder manoeuvre. No, but then yeah. they, they shoot from the saucer to the truck, so they have to 
leap out of the truck as it very, explodes. Very dramatic. Okay, anyway. So, Ian and Craddock, they head to their new friend's contact. This is in the uh, the um, the mine in Bedfordshire. Um, this new contact is... Oh, they, oh, yeah, they narrowly have to avoid a slither. A slither, yeah. A slither. From what we can see, it's sort of like a... Um, it's a dude, mutant thing. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's quite. It's, it seems yeah, it's to like slink around in the thing dark. And it's got one arm with uh, three fingers on the end. You're going. Rrr. Yeah, apparently it's the Dalek's pet. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's got like it's a t- tentacle monster thing um, mm. that apparently eats people. And it's running around. So they meet this new friend, but he is he's very aggressive. Well. He's very no. aggressive. He's like, I'm not really going to help you. And they're like, Come on, help us. We, we need, need to get to, out of here. We need to get out of here and head back to our friends. And because uh, it's the opposite here, because they've arrived, but they want to go back to yes. go find everyone. But everyone's coming to them. And, the, and, and this guy has a um, a link in and out of the place because he smuggles stuff in. Because he wants, yeah. they want him to smuggle them out, which is a bit of a high risk situation. And he's like, "Well, you've got nothing to barter, you know. What are you going to give me for this?" But their new friend shows up and helps to calm down a little bit and goes, "Look, I'll give you this for you know for helping yeah. out these two. He's quite nice. Yes, yes. Um, David and Susan." They're crawling through su- um, sewer tunnels. Um, oh yeah, David helps her. He's a proper little hero. Yes. She's uh, crawling, um, she's climbing down a ladder when it breaks, and there's an alligator in the sewer. Yeah, so a baby alligator. Well, it's not, it, it looks like a little baby one, but of course but it's, it's meant to be a. It's scaled up, so it's like a big alligator going. Rawr. Yeah. And then Susan's going, help, help. And then one of the other guys shoots the thing, and David saves. Susan. Yes, it's a very dramatic moment. Very um, dramatic. Yeah. Oh, and I feel at this point is they they say that they've taken the doctor's walk. They've got the doctor's walking stick. <laughs> yeah. Because they were like, "Well, we take it with us," and it's like you just left the doctor now, and he's got no way of moving now. He's no. just going to sit there like can't walk. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, they just left him somewhere, hoping he's going to be all right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, now this is where the episode finishes off with Ian and Co. Yes. With their little. The, the slither smashes in, doesn't it, and kills the, it does. the aggressive it, guy. It kills the dude with the gun, the one that's going to get them out. Yeah. He's and dead. Go, oh, no. So they run out, and then they, they're at a cliff, and below is the quarry, and they're like, we're it trapped. Could, it's called a cliffhanger, one would say. Not as much as the one in Dragonfire, which is seven top to lose himself on a cliff. Okay, but still, it's pretty close. They're, it's half of a cliffhanger. It's half of a cliffhanger, cliff. you know, because they're, they're being chased off the cliff by a scary monster. Indeed. Who is shaking hand. And it comes up to them and goes, Rawr. and that's the end of the episode. Um, yeah, so I actually got um, a, a bit of a note here that I, I quite liked. It was the um, the details about the animals all escaping from the zoos. Cause I think Susan was like, why the hell are there alligators in London sewers? And they were like, well, the zoos broke down, you know, all the fences were gone. So everything that was in the zoos has kind of gone to its natural habitat in London. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's pretty scary. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And there's more of... Um, Setting up Susan's exit in this, actually, because there's quite a bit of time where she's chatting to David in the sewers. Um, yeah, I suppose David mentions that, you know, he's kind of, he believes that one day this will end. Um, you know, the, the war and then they can rebuild. And Susan quite likes the idea of rebuilding a whole planet. Um, that's when David suggests she stays to help. I think they get interrupted by the other dude then. Yeah. But it's a bit of a setting up for it. Bit of a setting up. Yeah. You got any notes of bits and bobs? Yes. Um, well, in originally in the script, it wasn't crocodiles, it was mutant humans. Oh, I prefer crocodiles. So the Doctor in this episode is briefly played by Edmund Warwick, who played Darius in The Screaming Jungle. They called him up, said, yo, can you come down? For like two seconds, and he was like, sure. 
I had a great time <laughs> filming the Screaming Jungle. Come here and just collapse. The Screaming Jungle during the episode of Screaming Jungle. Yes. So, we have to do is come in and collapse. Like, sure, I can Easy money. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That, that's my notes. Okay, let's move on to episode five then. Episode five The Waking Ally. Slytherin! It's coming straight for us! I never take life, only when my own is immediately threatened. Do not try to escape, or you will be exterminated! It doesn't matter to them whether you live or die. Yeah, that's true enough. We'll never get out of here, never! We wanted to get some minor wheel. There they are, burrowing like moles down and through the crust of the earth. Rebels are planning a revolution against the Daleks. There will be no revolution. So immediately cut to Susan and David. They head back to the Doctor, and he's back as William Arnold. And they they decide to leave through the through the sewers with the path they found. Dead so off they go. Heading north. Heading north. Heading north. Bedfordshire. Bedfordshire. Meanwhile, in Bedfordshire, I'm not <laughs> Ian and Craddock escape from the Slither. You see, something that was not there before was a. Mine carriage thing. It's a bit like a window cleaners thing, isn't it? I suppose that you put on the side of <laughs> yeah. uh, skyscrapers. It's um, like a, a... a lift, I suppose. But yeah, not I, thought, I thought it was literally for Carl, one of those. I think it probably was, right. yeah. Anyway, so they hop in that, and Slither tries to get them, and they manage to push it off, and it goes and falls to its death. Yep. And then it starts to move, and they, they go, We can't go, and then it goes down into the mine shaft. Yeah, so that's why they go and hide. Bless them. Meanwhile, Barbara and Jenny find a shack, a shelter, yes. with two women in it. Mm-hmm. And they say, please, can you help us? And they go, okay, okay, we will. We make food for the slaves. That's why we're making clothes for the slaves, sorry. That's and why we're not captured. That's why we're not captured. And they go, okay. And then one of the things go, I must do an emergency delivery of clothes. And she runs off. <laughs> Very suspiciously. Very suspiciously. And comes back with two Daleks in tow. And comes back with two Daleks in tow. And then the Daleks give them food and go, well done. You have done well. Here is a blancmange, and, <laughs> and then um, they go. Yes, we've got a you know blancmange, and they're very yeah. happy. I don't think it's a blancmange. I think it's just no. a tin of beans. Yeah, they're still very happy though. Still very happy though. Barbara and, Barbara and Jenny are like, what? What? How could you? I was like, so what? They, did you not see this coming? Have you not seen any no. film ever? <laughs> yeah. So they get taken <coughs> down into the mines. Yes. Meanwhile, Ian and Craddock are in the mines. They've reached around. the bottom of the shaft. Yes. They theorise that the Daleks are after the Earth's magnetic core. Let's go with the core. I, I can't feel like it's very safe to be down there, to be honest. It's probably very no, hot. But very hot. Who, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I'm not a science Daleks teacher. Are no. Ian, Ian is. is. Yeah. Yep. Not only that, he's a wrestler, so he True. knows what he's talking about. Yeah, we'll leave it to him. We'll leave if it he can him. do both mind and body, then he is <clears throat> a better person than us. Yeah, uh, fair enough. That's, yeah, I take but it But here, they find this is why Craddock is here. He's, he's here to try and save his brother. But he finds his brother... Is a Robo Man. Ah. And he yes. goes, Phil, I don't know what it is, Phil, it's Terry. <laughs> I think it's te- te- is it Terry Craddock and Phil or whatever? Maybe. And the other, he's Phil. And the other guy's Terry, and he's like, Terry, please, it's me, your brother. And he goes, You are not meant to be here. And he goes, Please, it's me, Phil. And then, don't you remember Sandra or whatever? And then, yeah. and then they have a bit of a squat, uh, um, I can't think of the word. A sh- shuff- scruffle, scru- squabble, squabble, sort of and they thing. end up killing each other, and they end up dying. One shoots the other, and the other one stabs the other. And he's sort of standing there, and he's like, "Oh man, that was my- a bit tragic." That, that was my mate. And yeah, 
It was, it was really sad, actually. I thought, yeah, damn. So damn. Yeah, so he's dead. Meanwhile, Ian Hines, but sees Barbara and is like, I need to, I need to get to Barbara. Yes, she's been all, being brought in by the Daleks. Whereas she is busy talking her way into the upper echelons of the Daleks. Because she's got yes. this notebook with all the um, bomb schematics that the Daleks are going, ooh, we know of this, the it's, attack in London. Daleks like, tell me the information. She's like, no, no, I must speak to the bosses. Yes. They're going to attack any second. There's an upcoming resistance, and the Daleks are like, "Okay, mm, okay. come up to the edge, you know, to the to the Black Dalek up top." Um, and this is where she pretty much, you know, she ends up being let into the HQ, and she sees that, um, you know, they, she, you know, the Daleks are removing the core to replace it with the power source. Yes, nutters. They're going to fly the planet. The planet. I was like, right. They're going to put a big rocket inside. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they. Because given that, no. you know, when you see the planet, it's like there is a thin layer, and that is the crust, and the rest of the planet is just magma. <laughs> Are they removing that whole lot, or is it going to be like a Maybe they're going to remove, maybe they're gonna remove the or? Earth and put a rocket there, and then they'll be good. Yeah, it's a big rocket. Or do they, are they only going to get the very thing we... very in the center? To be honest with you, I think all they're going to be able to do is... Just spin it in circles. How are they going to make it go left and right if they've got well, that's one? That's true. They've only got one big rocket. We donuts. <laughs> <laughs> this is working. This is great. Exactly what we wanted. Ooh. This was worth all the years and deaths. Mm. Yeah. We are the coolest. <laughs> they do a power slide by Mondas. Like, <laughs> Suck us. Suck us. Very personal for. So anyway, uh, yeah, they, 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 that's their evil plan, mm-hmm. is to fly on the planet. Meanwhile, Ian is sneaking around, and he's like, well, so I've managed to get into the HQ as well, so what's going on? And he finds a little pod thing. He goes, okay, I'm going to hide in here. This he, is likes, he likes hiding in here. Hiding things. And it turns <coughs> out, it's, it's the, the bomb. explosive charge. <laughs> so the bomb seals up, and he's trapped inside. He goes, oh no, and then they... They fire the bomb out, the thing, and you go yep. down into the Earth's core, you go, and that's the that's cliffhanger. That's Trust Ian to hide in a bomb. Oh, yeah. He is... He's he, always hiding he, things that move. Yeah, he is. I've got a bit of a note in this episode, actually. This, oh, yes. is, this is the uh, the first kiss. Oh, This yes. is David X. Susan. So it's actually quite cute. Their relationship is also... They're pretty much spending the entire time travelling north, but in between so they have like these... Slaps in, he slaps all the fish. Maybe. I think she's doing something and then he brings a fish in like, oh, possibly. and then like, pokes her in the face and she's like, what? And she like screams and then they have a bit of a play and go, <laughs> and then she like falls on him and then they kiss her. Something along those lines. It's quite no, cute. No. Yeah, but there's, there's something, it's, there's definitely been building. It's right. It's, is this the bit where the, where the doctor says? Or is this, is this in this one? I think it is, it's quite funny though because he's lingering around in all these shots so he usually comes over and goes, hello, what are you doing with my granddaughter? Yeah, what is it? <laughs> what is it they go, uh, he, they go, like, oh yeah, that's, oh, sorry, uh, you know, he comes in and goes, hello, and they go, oh, the, you know, they're all, <laughs> we're just doing this, and the doctor goes, yes, I can tell something's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh dear. Oh dear. They're like, oh no, he knows. He knows. <laughs> yes, have you got any uh, facts or bits and bobs? I got some bits and bobs. So this was the first use of a quarry as a filming location. No way. The first no. of millions. First of millions. Um, as well, one of the old women... This is a, a sad The Dalek sympathises. The Dalek sympathises. The actress who played her died not long after filming. Oh. So she was the first person associated to, to die and pass away. She died in a, a street accident. Oh, oh dear. Yes, and she died before it was aired. Oh, wow. Yes. Anyway. Any more, anyway. <laughs> any more facts or notes? Uh, 
No. Although, interesting fact, well, not really interesting, the movie version of this <laughs> also has the old ladies in. And the old lady in that is played by the old woman in... In Anarchy Charge, you know, the old woman, this is ages ago, viewers, who goes, ah, we must not mess with fire, and then she gets killed by one of the cavemen. She's yeah. in the movie version of this. How exciting. I know. Anyway. Anyway, uh, that's that's it for this episode. <laughs> oh, interesting point. Who's We don't know who the Waking Ally is. What's, oh, is that the um, name, name of the episode? episode? The Waking Ally. No, there isn't one. No. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so in episode six. Flashpoint. Exterminate him! Exterminate him! The explosive device will be released into the bowels of this planet! Apparently things are on the move. <laughs> They're trying to pilot the Earth right out of its orbit. The bomb's due to go off in half an hour's time. Roll on the roll on men. Turn on the Daleks, turn on the Daleks, do you hear? <laughs> There's something new for you, Tyler. A volcanic eruption in England. One day, I shall come back. Until then, goodbye, Susan. Goodbye, my dear. So, Ian, inside the bomb, starts to sabotage it by pulling wires and doing stuff. A highly stuff sophisticated bomb. bomb. Dalek bomb. He's messing around with it, and I, th- I think the Daleks go, something's inside there, open the trap door. So they open yeah. the trap door in the bomb, but... Ian's got feet, so he puts them either side of the trap door. <laughs> like, damn it, if this was a Dalek, this wouldn't happen. He would just go, <laughs> like in the middle. Um, well, you don't make it anti-human proof. I love it, I didn't think of this. And I can't remember what happens, because it, does it just like... Ian's got feet, so he Ian's just... Ian's got feet, so he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, they burn, they, they burn for a rope um, that he's hanging from. Oh, yes, and he slides down, doesn't he? Yeah, he, he? slides down um, the mineshaft, and then he survives with no injuries. Yeah, it seems to be more of the base down at the bottom, or yeah. at least where he stops. Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit like a slide rather than a fall, but still, yeah. he survives with absolutely no injuries. Yeah, First right. off, he disarms this sophisticated bomb, because he's a science teacher. Yep. <laughs> and then, because he's a warrior, he falls down, <laughs> um, falls down a shaft that's under the earth, and he's alright. Yeah. Gr- yeah. yeah, it's not too bad. So. <laughs> Meanwhile, Barbara and Jenny are brought into the... HQ of the Daleks. Yes. They get trapped, and the Daleks say, Right, we're going to repair the bomb and mm-hmm. do our stuff, so tell us about this rebel invasion. So, this is quite a fun bit. Barbara makes up a rebel invasion, and it's like, because I think when they walk in, they notice there is a microphone which the Daleks mm-hmm. go into and go, Evacuate the Robo Men, and then the yeah. Robo Men go, We will obey the order. They're from like, the Oh, microphone. that's how they control them. And so, if we speak into that microphone, we can get the Robo Men to turn on the Daleks. Yes. They go, This is the plan. So, Barbara makes up some rubbish and goes, Kubla Khan's coming over there, and Julius Caesar's army is coming up the Rubicon, and the Daleks like, What is going on? What is this a massive invasion? What's happening? She's just talking shit. And what she's talking game, rubbish. You know, yeah. And then she jumps, as they're panicking, she jumps over to the thing and goes, Row men, turn on the Daleks. But mm-hmm. but they manage to capture it before she can finish that. Yes. She says, This order cannot be countermanded. Row men, and then kind of gets captured before she can finish it. Yeah. So, drat. Uh, drat. We've got to pad this out for more of an episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were like, Oh, no, wait, the doctor's back again. Don't worry, oh, yeah. he's going to be the same one to save the day. But yeah, so the bomb is repaired and dropped down the shaft again. Yes. Yay! However, Ian, so unfortunately some robot men were carrying big logs nearby. So Ian <laughs> took the big logs, put them in the shaft, and the bomb landed on the logs and blocked. He blocked the shaft. He did block the shaft. 
So this is where so the, the Daleks all leave because they're like, right, we're going to leave you guys to explode. Go Goodbye. Off. Let's go. So they trundle off. And that's when the Doctor comes in with... Susan and David. Susan and David. Well, actually, no, it's not with Susan and David. Susan and Susan David are off, off he says, to Susan interfere with the Daleks. Go and movement. deal with this thing. I think at this point, he, you know, David goes, what's the plan, Doc? And he's like, don't call me Doc or whatever. Yeah. And then they, the Doctor arrives and they work says... Out, they work out where like, the power source may be coming from that powers the Daleks' movement. They're like, go and interfere with that. I'll go and save the others. Yeah. So yes. Interfere with that. So he goes and finds Barbara and Susan, and they use the radio Barbara scopes. and Jenny. Sorry. Barbara and Jenny. Yeah, mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah. But anyway, they basically they carry on with Barbara's original plan to order the Robo-Men to revolt. Yes. Yes. So that kicks off a bit of a... Yeah, it's funny at this point, because Barbara does a Dalek voice. She <laughs> just kind of goes... <laughs> oh, she and, does, um, yeah. Do it. Okay, fun. Um... Yes. She goes, kill the Daleks, and then you get this big mm-hmm. shot of all these Robo-Men taking these Daleks being lifted up, looking like they're in a party sort of thing. Yeah, um, exactly. And Ian's made his way back up top again. Yeah, they all meet each other. Mm-hmm. And then I think the Daleks realise that, that they've modified the radio scope, so some Daleks come in, and the Daughter stands defiantly as the Dalek comes in. And then, fortunately, Susan and David destroy the power source, and the Dalek sort of overheats, I think, and yeah. dies. And then the Dalek's dead. So they go, oh no, the bomb's going to blow up. Let's get out of it. Quick. They said, is it going to destroy Earth? They said, no, because Ian stopped it. So it's only going to destroy Bedfordshire. So let's leave. <laughs> let's get out of the car. <laughs> try to design the Let's go. So yeah, they get to safe distance. It's a huge explosion. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, like, Bedfordshire. Like, stock footage of a nuclear bomb, of a bomb going off, yeah. a volcano. And then they go, look, that's a rare sight, a volcano in England. And off it, off it goes and... It's a yeah, big chunk they, of thing because gone. They, they go, not go. I don't think it's the whole of Bedfordshire. No, but it's quite, quite a big. It's quite yeah. a big explosion. But and they go, I was like, oh, and look at that. The Dalek saucers were too close and got destroyed. <laughs> you don't see it. But yeah. You just they kind of go, yeah, that's all wrapped up nicely. Um, yes. And there you go. That's. So the Daleks are gone. The Daleks Bombs are gone. disarmed. Robo men are finished. The. Uh, so they head back to London on the journey. Yes. Which could probably be a big finish story with them going on some adventures. But probably, anyway. but yeah. They head off to London. Now we cut to them back by the river. And they've managed to dig out the TARDIS. Mm-hmm. Yes, so this is Susan's swan song. David actually comes out and says that he, he asks her to stay. He says, please stay. Please stay. I love you, Susan. Yeah, he says he stay. loves her and he wants her to marry him. Susan is reluctant. She doesn't want to leave the doctor. It's, there's a little, you can kind of tell something's going on. You know, yeah. When you watch immediately, like something. Everyone knows something's going on. Yeah, it's just these I two at the centre. Susan, Susan are chatting to Ian and Barbara, and then Barbara's like, come on, Ian, let's get out of there. And then yeah. the doctor chats to Susan, and they kind of have a brief chat, and he's like, you know, this has been a great, great weather. And he goes, uh, I'll take your shoe and repair it. He like, yeah. takes her shoe, uh, by the way, and takes it and goes, you know, I'll uh, re- repair this and get it back to you. And he kind of awkwardly slinks off back to the TARDIS. Yeah. Susan doesn't. She doesn't catch thing, on. But David goes, you know, you should say it. And Susan goes, I can't. I've, I've got to look after. Yeah. Grandfather. I can't and just then, leave him. And then that's when the TARDIS doors close and he goes, you know, I have to make the decision for you because I know you would you'd choose you choose me before above David, but you But should, this is this is what you wanted. You this know, is what you want. And I know you want this and you I'm ready to let you go. You love him yeah. and you know, stay and have your own family. Don't be yes. stuck with a Yeah, I hadn't realised he'd noticed their romance as much as he had, but I think Mm. it's, yeah, I suppose it was a bit more obvious, and definitely in that last scene, everyone knew what was going on while they were having their little chat. Yeah, it's kind of sad they didn't get a proper goodbye, I suppose, but I suppose the Doctor decided this is anyway, Susan's going to go. Yeah. 
happens if I take her shoe and leave her shoeless? <laughs> leave her without a shoe. <laughs> so of course, that's the thing. It's all these years I've been a doctor around, and I didn't realise she had one shoe on and one missing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so he activates the TARDIS and yes. off they go. Off they go. Susan weeps into David and then drops her key and then they leave. Yeah, walk so off into a new world. Walk off into the new world, which is quite nice. Yes. But he says, your, your future is with David, child. Not with a silly old buffer like me. silly old buffer like me. Of One day, I shall come back. Yes, of course, that famous speech. He doesn't. He does in audios and stuff. Yeah, true. I say he does come back. Yeah. I've actually listened to both of these. Yes. In different things. They're both Ape Doctor ones. Yes. They are different timelines, I'm assuming. Yes, they contradict yes, each they other. They contradict each other. I thought they did, yeah. I liked both of them, but Susan doesn't have a good time. <laughs> no, she doesn't have a time no. in any of them. I'm just like, ah, you had a great time. I had a good job believing you behind. Oh dear. Interesting thing, though. There is a book set, I think immediately after this, where the Doctor goes to get a wedding ring as a present for them. Oh. And he goes to a planet and gets some gold or something, and he goes, I'm going to make a wedding ring for them. So he believes that he can return. Um, he's probably being overconfident again like he's going I can get yeah. you to 963 so I can end up back in here again yeah but he doesn't seem to no that's really although quite why, sad although why he doesn't I don't know no oh well um, yeah so that that's the end that's, that's the end Susan's gone and the moment has been prepared for okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it was a pretty pretty dramatic ending you know dramatic ending Bedfish is gone the Daleks exterminate this episode they do they and do. they talk about we must kill the humans. It's the final solution. And you, oh dear, oh dear, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, the, the really Susan's departure is actually quite well done. I was not expecting to no actually care go, that much. Yeah, care. yeah, they've done they've done some stuff here. They did, they did, they did, but it's all building up to it. And I think the doctor, you know, the they doctor's the part in. was cute. Yes, yeah, they did put the work in. It wasn't just a oh, now she's leaving. It was a yeah build up to it. It felt a bit more. Nice yeah, it was nice. Yes, yes. Yes, have you got any uh, notes or facts for this episode? Yes, Susan's departure was actually written by David Whittaker as opposed to Terry Nation. Ah, and I wonder Carol why it was good. Oh! oh. Lovely, anyway, it's Daleks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Carol Fanfall cried during filming of her farewell speech. Aww. Yes, and then she left as she felt Susan was not developed enough and they were not listening to her ideas. That's Canada. fair. So. Yeah. Mm. But much more. William Hartnell omitted two lines from the speech at the end. He said, originally had said at one point, "Work hard, both of you. Be gentle with her, David, and show her that life on Earth, with love and understanding, can be a great adventure." And the last line, second line, was to the end was meant to be, "And remember, love is the most precious jewel of all." It's a bit sappy. A bit sappy. Considering anyway. he's not attached, as far as we know. I mean, obviously, he must have been attached at some point to have a granddaughter, but well, oh. Here Some books tell, would say otherwise. Oh, it's it's manufactured, isn't it, or other things? Yeah, it's it's looms or, or something. Or he finds her. That's one that he's she's not. She's like the other's granddaughter. Yeah, but the thing is, her. this is the tenth doctor. He's like I've been a dad before. I was like, so he's obviously been you know. a dad. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, there are some expect, which I flatly dislike. Which are, yeah, of know, course you do. Oh, Susan's not actually his granddaughter. We can't so, have the doctor having yeah. sex. No, exactly. That's like, what, the eighth doctor. The eighth you? doctor has quite a what, bit of sex. Yeah, why, why would you do that? <laughs> He's in got, he's canon got, as well. He's got a whole book that's not really a book, but it is a book about him having sex. There's okay. the Doctor. Yes, here we go, viewers. This is a bit of a tangent. There is a softcore pornography book with a Dr. Paul Bowman in it who appears, and he is described just... He dresses just like the Eighth Doctor and described as him and whatnot, and he meets this lady in 
Victorian era or whatever, and they have a passionate love of air and things. And you're okay, that's vaguely... It's made by the same people who published uh, Virgin New Adventures. Right. And I think, and they did it sometime after they lost the license. And it was like, oh, it's like vaguely like that. Until the eighth Doctor books came along, and he actually mentions the book in those books. So, of course, it's not canon until he, in their books, goes, I just spent a wonderful summer with this lady called Blah yeah. in his books. And you go, oh, there you go. Oh, wow. He's a bit of a lady's man, number one. He's the one to... Can I talk about sex on the podcast? Yeah, I think so. I think so. All right, uh, cover your ears if you don't like the discussion of sex. This is the one How where... How graphic is this gang? <laughs> this is the one where, I swear I've told you before, where she first sees him jizzing into a river. Oh, wow, this is quite graphic. Graphic, yeah. Yeah. And she looks over and he's like, cork him. <laughs> <laughs> he's going, oh, my... Yeah, what I, I'm again. <laughs> and you know, oh lord. And it, you know, talks about you know, his the color of his chis. Yeah, silver streams <laughs> of seed out into. You know, I don't oh know why he decides God. to. Anyway, yeah, this this was basically it. And then, like two novels later on, reference that person <laughs> in that thing. So that lady was one of my former companions. So, oh my yeah. lord! I think it like references, drops a few bits, like it re- slightly references the TV movie, and he's slightly telepathic and that yeah. sort of thing. And he's got like a, you know, a fob watch and that sort of thing. So it kind of okay, yeah, um, vaguely. And w- what were we chatting about? <laughs> oh, we we're chatting about Susan being the Doctor's granddaughter. <laughs> granddaughter. So, so anyway, my view is that she is his biological granddaughter. He, he has sperm. We have he seen has it. Sperm. <laughs> We've seen it in this book exactly. We know what it looks like. We know, we know how it acts. Uh, so we know he has sperm, and we know he, he has a granddaughter. The, he, we know he likes the he other her. sex, the fairer sex. And he likes rivers. <laughs> <laughs> He's setting up river song. Yeah. Oh my god! Anyway, um, so anyway, yes, he has a granddaughter. Yes, that's my okay. that's my opinion. He has sexy times. He has sexy times with a grandmother, and had children who then also had sexy time and had Susan. Okay, let's leave it at that. That's my that's my opinion. <laughs> that's, that's what I like to think. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so that's that's that. I've got one more fact is that when he mentions about being called Doc and he says, oh, I much prefer Doctor. Yeah. Original, original script had him reference Queen Nefertiti and saying that she called him Doc and he probably preferred to be called Doctor. Oh, I see. Of course, he actually meets Queen Nefertiti later in uh, um, Dinosaurs on a Spaceship. Ah, Smith. I see. Mm. Okay, so that that's it. So that's, coming that's up it. is Big Finish Big Corner. Corner. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. You're listening to a Big Finish production. Big Finish. We love stories. You're listening to the Big Finish Corner. So, in the gap between Planet of Giants and Dark Invasion of Earth, there have been two stories. Oh, lovely. Lovely. One of them is set immediately after Planet of the Giants, Mm -hmm. with um, Barbara still being slightly ill from the poison. They arrive in London, 2006, but it's an alternate timeline. Right. Based around, um, so Doctor Who stories that haven't happened yet to us in our viewing through War, The War Machines, one heart story, mm-hmm. The Tenth Planet, also one heart story, and The Remembrance of the Daleks, which is a Sylvester McCoy story set in 1963. Right. And it is based on that the War Machine, this mach- machine takes over mm-hmm. and causes loads of damage to the world. 
then the Cybermen attack and the Tenth Planet, and then the, you know there's all these problems with the Daleks and members of the Daleks. So mm-hmm. it kind of is this terrible world scenario. I kind of thought going into it that it was going to be really continuity heavy, but it wasn't that bad actually. Yeah, uh, and it kind of sets. It's got an interesting premise: is that they find a dead body mm-hmm. of a scientist and go, "What?" in in the London Underground. Yeah, and then moments later they meet him again and they're like, "Oh, it's the same guy," but he's not. Um, and it turns out they've they were doing these time travel experiments based on this Dalek technology. Yes. And every time they do it, it brings because it's gone wrong because the TARDIS has arrived. It's bringing alternate versions of people from slightly different timelines. So it's the same uh. guy, and there's like thirty of him, and he's all slightly. Some of them have got moustaches. Some of them are like their tea this way. Some of them mm-hmm. are good, that sort of thing. So they've got a lot of that, and there's a lot of. It's a bit of a dystopian thing with an evil go government military going, we must defeat the enemy and the England is in tatters and is being attacked by South Africa, who have made a deal with the Cybermen and have Cybermen weapons. Oh dear. Yes, and so it's all not going too well. The Doctor says, we can't, I've got to stop this time machine mm-hmm. thing. And there's some interesting things, because Ian finds another Ian saves him. From another timeline, so he's like, at some point, I'm going to go in this time machine because another Ian arrives, and I goes, I'll save you, and then dies. And then when he's holding his body, he realizes he's got a wedding ring, and he knows exactly who he's married to. Oh, Barbara! So he, he's shocked because he's like, in this timeline, I'm married to Barbara. Yeah, and I just died. But Barbara <laughs> like, yeah. and Susan elsewhere see his the other Susan's dead body, and I'm like, Arian is dead. Oh dear. Then when. Arian saves out Barbara. Arian. Arian. Arar. Ian saves them. He does it like this action thing. And Barbara's constantly like, he's not the real Ian. He's a duplicate. Yeah. Um, but then eventually they realise they're the same one. Ian realises his love for Barbara. Aww. And then at one point it's about to go, Barbara, will you marry? But then Susan goes, ah, and he's saving Aww, Elsa. Oh, silly bitch. Yeah. And so... They meet this. There's in charge of London. There's this kind of strict general, and then at some point, she we reveal that she got sent back in time, and has lived to the modern day. So they go back in time to meet her mm-hmm. when she arrived. So in the 1970s, but in the alternate timeline. Right. They also just uh, at this point they go if we get here and we can get the TARDIS and leave, it's going to negate the timeline. When they get there, they discover another Ian. Oh, jeez. And I, I can't re- quite remember. It didn't quite make sense to me of how there was another Ian. But there was another Ian, and he had been sent back to the 1950s or something. Oh, God. Or further back. This is a bit so complicated. He, he was very old. Bless, bless this Ian. And he had lived through... He lived through 1963 and everything, and you know he tried to go up to the doctor and say, please help me, but he was he ended up too scared, sort of thing. Oh. He's a poor guy, so he really suffered to get to this 90s. And he goes, I know where the TARDIS is. So he shows them where the TARDIS is, they get the TARDIS out. The Doctor and stuff goes in, the Doctor's quite good. He's like, you know, you can come with me in. Yeah. We'll have two Ians, it's mm-hmm. fine. But the other Ian's like, no, no, I'm going to stay here now. Yeah. And so he stays, everyone else crams in the TARDIS, and off they go. They're on the side of the river. And it kind of sets up and goes, well, we don't... The thing is, we're already in London, physically. If I just travel through time, I should <laughs> get us back to your home. Yes. So it kind of leads into the next one. However, there's another story that's intended to be in... The next one's tended to be in this gap and could kind of go here. Yeah, okay. It's a short trip, so it's a short one. Basically, the team arrive in London, but six months before they've left. Oh, six months before they left, they originally... Yeah, originally in, right, in, in okay. another child. So they go in, and as they go in, they meet... 
Ian and Barbara go in. The Doctor's like, no, you can't go. This is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You're going to cause all sorts of problems. And Ian goes, no, this is our home. It'll be fine. He goes in, um, and then they accidentally encounter a meeting situation. And Barbara ends up in a meeting, student meeting, with Ian's younger self. Oh, dear. And Ian ends up trying to distract Barbara's younger self. Because <laughs> they have this little bit of adventure, and then they realise, no, actually, we can't. The Doctor was right. We can't do this. Yeah. So they head back. Meanwhile, the Doctor's having a bit of a crisis of character because he's like, what have I done? I am... Because Susan slaps at him and says, you know, you've taken them from the home. You yeah. Know, you should you should like help them or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, no, if they want to be stupid, that's up to them. He's like, you know, you didn't even give... She's like, you didn't even give me a choice. You took me from my home. Yeah. You know, and, and then he's like, what? And then she's like, oh, I didn't mean it. You know, I didn't mean to say mm-hmm. I hated it. So there's a bit of an argument and she runs off. Then the Doctor's like, you know, I've gone too far now. I need to... Yeah. It's my. I need to make a decision. So he gets the Time Lord cube from the War Games. Ah, the communication one. Communication one. And he's going, I'm going to contact my people mm-hmm. and send Susan, get Susan back to Gallifrey so she can live her life, have a home. It leads directly, kind of thematically yeah. into this because he's like, you know, have a place of her own sort mm-hmm. of thing. And Ian and Barbara can go home. And that's when Susan comes in. She actually mentions Gallifrey and goes, I know you took me from Gallifrey, but. You're doing it again. You're taking me away from my home because this is my home now. Yeah. With you and Ian and Barbara. And Ian and Barbara come in as well and they go, look, I'm, we want to go home, but we don't want to, sac- we know something's wrong. We know you're on the run. We don't want to sacrifice you hmm. for us to get home. So we're happy to stay with you because it's like no matter. And then they, they, he goes, okay, very well. We'll keep traveling together. So off they yes. head off in the darkness and travel together. It's nice. It's nice ending their line. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter where we end up, it's still going to be home, you know. Yes. Because we're all together. So I think so it's quite a nice little cute. What's thing. called? Uh, home again, home again. Ah, there you go. Yes, that makes sense. Yes, it does. It's quite a good one. It's quite a good one. Oh, I'm looking good. forward to it, but I've been keeping an eye on it in the timeline because I've not heard it before. But yeah, it's quite good. I heard it was a good character one. So yes, that's that's those two. That's the finish that's corner. Big finish corner. Thank you very much. Okay. Right. So sure. our next section is this. Uh... So this story is sees the departure of Susan. Mm-hmm. So I've created a new corner. I'm not, making, we, I'm not, we making, I'm not making another theme tune. Yeah, what well, you got? Oh, do, 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 do. Okay, never mind. Um, so we got Susan has gone. So what happens to Susan? Where does she come up next in Doctor Who? So I'm going to tell you if you're interested. So she comes up in the Five Doctors, mm-hmm. as you know. She appears back. She is scooped off of Earth in the novelization. They explain, you know, she they have a little scene of her in Dalek invasion of Earth ruins, and then she's scooped away, and she comes back. You know, trips over, hurts her ankle, the, the usual Susan stuff. <laughs> uh, but then there's multiple sources that say what happens to her next, like four, four or five sort of thing. Okay. Uh, there was the, I think the earliest one was a, a radio play, BBC mm-hmm. Four, called Whatever Happened to Susan Foreman. Right. And it was a radio show called Whatever Happened to, and at the end of each episode, it would be about a different person, and they would go, right. this is what happened to them. Though it's not actually Caroline Ford, it was someone else. Mm-hmm. And they do like, they do like Pinocchio and Mowgli, and then and then they also do like Postman Pat and Popeye and that sort of stuff. So and it was all like an award-winning radio show, but it was kind of a bit of a comedy thing. But yeah, that's one of them. Another one there was an Eighth Doctor book, in which Susan and David are married. They can't have kids due to their biological differences. Mm-hmm. They adopt three kids: Ian, Barbara, and David Junior. Yes, and then. The Eighth Doctor arrives, the Roger Delgado Master is there, the, he resurrects the Daleks, he kills, kills David. David, he kills David. Yeah. Susan then 
grievously wounds the master, which is how he becomes the Jeffrey Beaver's master, according to this book. And and then she flies off in his TARDIS. Leaving her kids somewhere. Leaving her kids somewhere. Lovely. Um, Love it. Yeah. The next one is a bunch of big Finnish audios with Carol Ann Ford and Paul McGann as mm-hmm. the Eighth Doctor. Um, and in which he arrives, David has previously died, but they had a son together, Alex. So oh, the Doctor's Lucy great. Yes, yes. The Doctor's great yeah. granddaughter. They have a little bit of a Christmas together, stop some invasions. Great grandson. Great grandson, sorry. He, he dates Lucy Miller. Does he? He does. I've not actually listened to that part. Oh, that's where he dies. Oh, I, I know he dies. Okay. Again. But he dies there. Um, he has one heart, so he doesn't like regenerate. Um, so yeah, so what happens is the Daleks come back, the time controller and the meddling monk. Mm-hmm. All goes wrong, lots of deaths. Very sad. End of an era. Um, later on, Susan receives a cube thing, like mm-hmm. in Vinny. Yep. In a short trip to go to the Time War, and then she has a box set called Susan's War with Caroline Ward in the Time War, defeating Daleks with guns. No, she's not. I don't think she's got guns. Oh, also, God. Ian's in it, played by William Russell. He's, he's oh, back. really? And basically, the Time Lord said, You need a companion. Here you go. We'll just chuck you in. Ian's like, for God's sake. Ian's like, what, like 90 going? <laughs> I think they go back to the sense sphere. I think the sense rights on it. Okay. In it. And also, Paul McGann's in it as well. Paul McGann's in everything. He is in everything. Which is great because it's quite important. Also, there is another source um, in which the 13th Doctor meets Susan. This is quite a recent one due with the part of the lockdown books mm-hmm. in which David dies pretty much immediately and the Susan is left travelling the world for 50 years by herself. Oh, eventually Jesus. meets the 13th Doctor in a house. So she meets someone, chats to them, and realises they're the 13th Doctor. Why does so, David keep dying? I thought they were to be together. I know, it, it's crazy. Yeah. Poor David. The fans obviously don't like David. They were just no, like, no. Couldn't Which is weird, because they seem to like Andred, who has no chats with Leela anyway. So anyway, yes, that's... So there's... Her, in a way, her ultimate fate, fate is unknown. You know, we don't... We don't know what happened to her. The Doctor says multiple times he's not on a family left, so we don't really know where she is. It's unexplained. Um, we know there's a seventh Doctor, and one sort of says that, you know, he thinks about Susan every day. Yes. And also there's a bunch of crap about um, her not being the Doctor's granddaughter, which is what we've already covered. Mm-hmm. Which I think is crap. Caroline Ford, on the other hand, this is a much shorter section, went on to have a varied film in career in film, TV, and theatre, including doing Centrinian's train robbery mm-hmm. in the film, and Day of the Triffids film, and then Jungle Book and Pride and Prejudice on the stage. One of our first roles after Doctor Who was as a prostitute to break the perception that she was Susan. However, she got lots of complaints from stupid parents who just put their kids in front of the TV and went, that's going to have Susan in it, that is, and then it turned out she was playing a prostitute. Um, Idiots. <laughs> so yeah, it didn't, didn't go too well. She has two daughters and now teaches speech and dialogue coaching. Okay. Yes. Uh, she, she returned multiple times to Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. She does conventions and stuff. She does big finish. Um, she done ones that are after this, during these stories, before these stories, alternate timeline ones. She's done a lot. That's everything. Okay, thank you. So that's our first companion, gone. Yes, first one, gone. First of many. Um. Anyway, so, overall ratings. Overall ratings. Would you like to go first? Yes, please. Okay. So, what were your overall ratings for the plot slash writing of the episode? Oh, I think I'll give this one a seven. A seven? Why so? There's a couple of things I didn't really like about the plot, such as kind of the whole, we need to get to Bedfordshire, we need to get to Bedfordshire, we need to get to Bedfordshire. 
Um, it was a lot of that, a lot of travelling to get to the points a lot of the time. Not travelling to get to Bedfordshire. Yes, there was a lot of that. But that being said, there was a it, it wasn't too drawn out. Like it didn't feel like it was really slow. They tried to have a couple of different plots per group, I suppose. Everyone kind of had something to do, which was quite nice. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So overall, it, it was it was pretty good. Yeah. Ooh. What about the acting talent? I'll give that a seven. Ooh. Pretty solid performance from everyone. Nice. Yeah. Alien slash villain of the week. Well, big fat zero. Big fat zero. It's the Daleks, obviously. Daleks, obviously. <laughs> and that crocodile. Oh, yeah, say. and the Slither. Oh, yeah, Slither. Yes, yeah, plus the Robo-Men. Plus the, to be honest plus with you, the, old, probably... the old ladies. Yeah. I think a seven. Okay. I'm not going to go much higher. I mean, Daleks, the Daleks are good. They're pretty menacing. They're pretty, you know, the Robo-Men are also pretty scary. It's, they've invaded London, so they're a decent villain. But their plan to flow the planet is ridiculous. They, they lose a point for me there. <laughs> you know, their their entire end goal is stupid, but their original invasion plan was flawless. You know, they chuck yeah. the meteorites at the Earth, and they've been a pretty good villain. They've kept London under bay and stuff, and they've been pretty scary. So yeah, yeah, a seven. Good character episode. Well, yes, I'd yes. definitely say so. It's a character ending at this point, but um, yeah. So I suppose I probably would give this a seven. Mm. Seven's all over. Special effects slash monster prosthetics. Ooh. Probably give this an eight because this course includes stuff like sets and things, and of course there's a lot of on location mm. stuff. Yeah, um, the Daleks looked pretty damn good. Mm. Yeah, except for the cardboard cutouts, but again they were in the yeah. background, so <laughs> they had the whole ship. It was a, definitely quite a big budget episode, I would say. They yeah. had a lot of on location scenes in London that was really you know effective. So yeah, I think they did really well. Mm. Okay, your turn. Me. Overall rating. What are your thoughts on the plot slash writing of episode? A seven. How so? I think it's got a good, good um, few bits. <laughs> that sounds really like I enjoy yeah. it. Um, it's got some good moments and stuff. As you say, it's um, there's the problems like well, not problems, but so much you know, a lot of it's taken up with. Let's go to Bedfordshire. But I feel like the they, first they, they first two episodes in the last episode and stuff they kind of flow a bit better. But they kind of there's that bit in the middle where they're going places and things. Yeah. And, Okay, how about acting talent? Pretty good. Good number. Seven. Seven, okay. You do a good job at the end speech as well. Yes, I agree. How about alien slash villain of the week? Maybe just about a seven. Oh my god. Yeah, like you say, the, the Daleks plan is a bit odd, but then they, they took over and that was really good. Yes. But then, I don't know about the other villains. They're True. Not, but then they're only like secondary villains, aren't they? Yeah. I just thought you'd give it a higher one because it's a Dalek. Usually quite biased. Yeah. This is more fair. I do really like the Daleks. Yeah, well, it's, it's down in record now, I'm afraid. Oh, no, I can't change it. No. So, yeah. let's move on to the next one. <laughs> good character episode. Good character episode. A very good character episode. Mm-hmm. An eight. An eight. Very nice. I really like the fact that Susan and David actually spoke to each other for that story. <laughs> I was not expecting yeah. that. No, you were expecting a leader. Yeah, and... Pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly surprised. There was actual... Stuff happening. There's a romance happening. They built up to it. And it's it a romance blossoming works. before our eyes. Exactly. And it was the kiss and everything. The kiss and everything. No. Hmm. Mm. Yes, that's that. How about special effects slash monster prosthetics? A seven. Seven. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Like you say, good look. The locations really help. I think. Yeah, really they do. Absorb it. And some of the stuff you know by the side of the river and what wow, it's really good. 
Yeah. Um, really good. And Dalek bases were good. Yeah, that definitely, the, definitely, the definitely. was a bit old. It was, yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, fair enough. That's 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 us done for this story. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's the Dalek. Susan's really gone. Susan's gone. Yes. So the TARDIS team at the moment is the Doctor, Ian and Barbara. Okay, so anyway, the name of the so next story, story, The Rescue. So it is a two-parter. Two-parter. Lovely. That, Lovely. that sounds great. It's a two-parter. Um, yes, we're not going to read too much more into it, although we do no. know that uh, Vicky will turn up. Yes. That, that's it. So that is next episode. I suppose that's it then. That's us signing it. off. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks all for listening. See you next time. Yeah, see you next time. Bye.